0: What's happening, RSL nation? It's your boys, Adele and the Baker, with another Scar Five podcast. No, 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 We're uh, just, just what I feel
1: like we've kind of got the got the house in order as far as uh, intro music and like you know like a proper sound etiquette etiquette we revert back to the didn't it didn't it. We gotta we gotta figure something out, man, you you are not what many people would refer to as technologically savvy.
0: Well, let me let me <clears throat> Don't defend let me, me correct. Don't defend me, yourself. You know, oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna touch the technologically apt talking point here, because we all know that's silly. I work in technology. More importantly, we gotta give the people what the people want. And you know what the people want? I guarantee you it's not dun-nuh, dun-nuh, in their ear. I guarantee you that's not it. I completely disagree. Hey, the people, <laughs> if you're listening, tell us if is it dun-nuh, dun-nuh, <laughs> is we're that gonna, what you want? We're gonna we're gonna
1: get a cease and assist letter from uh, ESPN. Um, why because we is, is is that the reason that that might be the reason why it's you so, know what I do so gonna here's use? here's my only problem here's my only, here's my only problem with the da, 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 da. it makes people think think I should say that we haven't invested time and money into this and and normally I wouldn't I wouldn't really care what people think cuz let's be really clear if it was just you and me listening to this podcast after we were done recording. We'd still record it because it, it's genuinely a pleasure. Like, we enjoy it. It's a labor of love. But I also know how much money and time we have spent on equipment and resources and microphones and, you know, all kinds of things that go Like, I know for a fact that we can sound better. We just mm-hmm. sometimes choose not to.
0: That's my only problem. Well, yeah, but listen, here's the thing. Oh, I'm listening. Ta-na-na. That's the problem. <laughs> ta-na-na, ta-na-na. I'm I'm pretty it's sure gonna we be, we've abused gonna the fair a, use of this now. It, it, it's going to be a lawsuit, so we're saving the rest of our money.
1: You you do that understand that defense. You understand that ESPN is owned by Disney, right? Like they do mm-hmm. not play around with this stuff. Yeah, like they will you know, they will be garnishing wages from our children's children's children. Like generations not yet born will suffer the consequences
0: of the mouse. So <laughs> um, a couple of points there. First of all, um, lots of free time in prison. So that should make for a good se- series of episodes. Uh, secondly, have you ever seen that, um, oh, was it South Park? I'm familiar with- South Park episode that, that talks about the exact thing you just talked about. Yeah, which dude. Which uh, the mouse. <laughs> and the mouse, uh, obviously Mickey Mouse, that that's just like it's breaking people's ankles and knees, capping, you know. Yeah, dude. Um,
1: they are the modern mob. Yeah. Like, I, 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 all kidding aside, if anyone from Disney's listening, please ignore us. We're just a couple of idiots.
0: <laughs> Listen, listen. Um. um da, 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 da. There you go. Shots we shots fine. want their attention. Oh. Well, one, one, one of the uh VPs I work with right now actually came from Disney after mm-hmm. 20 years. And uh so I've been I've been getting a lot of internal downloads um around, you know, how they operate. Brilliant. I mean, and I promise you, we're not getting on their radar. <laughs> we we could we could probably literally download and use they will never no we have to (laughs) we we literally need to get like the entire mls fan population to listen to us before disney takes even the slightest bit of notice that's fair that's fair that's fair and let's be clear
1: wouldn't be our first season assist letter. If if people aren't <laughs> threatening you, you're not doing
0: it right. I mean, look, I I'd love to know how many other pages had a season this letter from Major League Soccer. Haters got to hate. That You know, ain'ters going to ain't. It's that
1: simple. It's that simple. They oh, hate us because they ain't us.
0: Yeah, so, we got to push whoops. harder. And especially this time, like, you know, Things being what they are, mm-hmm. with all things considered, I, I think we're good. And anyways, man, well, that was actually why a, don't I, we tell
1: these people? Um, go ahead. I was going to say that that could be a very good transition, especially regarding cease and desist letters and the league doing business with folks, into maybe the first of the kind of three subjects this fine evening, um, and that is the league is currently still negotiating with uh, uh, major league soccer's players union or players association i should say the mls pa i believe um mm-hmm. they are currently negotiating um a- a- essentially the collective bargaining agreement and the impact that covid has had on said bargaining agreement according to the league and then according to the players union Um, and and things as of, uh, what are we at here? Two, four. So Thursday, things as of Thursday evening are a little better. There was originally a deadline for like end of day tomorrow that if they couldn't come to an agreement that the next step was like a full on lockout. And I guess they've extended that deadline now by a couple days because they're saying they're having, they're actually making progress in the conversations, which kind of, kind of wild.
0: Well, yeah. So, right. when was you, last time we recorded? Was it last week or two weeks ago? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say two weeks ago. We were half jokingly saying if there was ever, ever a year, a season, to lock out this would be the one, right? Now, I say half-jokingly because we all know every joke has a little bit of truth in it, right? True, true. I did not think it was going to come to fruition this quickly, <laughs> potentially this quickly, right? Again. You, you, like, you attract the energy you put in the universe. Exactly. And I didn't even know, honestly, I'll be honest with you, I did not know two weeks ago that there was a chance of this happening, right? right? So let's be honest, from the RSL-specific perspective, this would not be the worst year to lock this league out, right? We don't want that. I would love to be able to go to the stadium as soon as I get my vaccine. Right. Which, by the way, I'm 3.05 millionth uh in line out of 3.1 million in utah so you know by 2022 man i'll be set yeah right right but here's my i'm not sure if it's a question because a question usually would require an answer but here here's my thought intriguing statement if you're the players union right what the hell are you like? What is your stance these days? You not, you not asking for more money, I'm assuming. Okay. Uh,
1: so, so this is this this is I actually I'm kind of curious to your perspective on this because uh, it it is worth. I I think it 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 brings. So let's be very clear. This is a fan podcast, and basically we side with.
0: Expert fan podcast, right? Expert by, fan, yes. um,
1: but we we will essentially, like, short of the players murdering somebody on the field, we will side with the players, almost, on every issue. Um, so, so I am going to give you a little bit of context, and I, I want to get your like straight up reaction. So, for those of you, including Adele, apparently, who aren't familiar with the current what what the current conversation is about. So uh, the Players Association and Major League Soccer agreed on a collective bargaining agreement, I want to say like earlier last year, or like early, yeah, earlier last year. Um, And that agreement was supposed to run through 2025. Um, The league, obviously since then, has experienced what they consider some unforeseen uh, hardships in COVID and, you know, the billions of dollars in loss of revenue. And they Un- unforeseen,
0: are... Unforeseen hardships. I like that. That's a... That's right. a you and should have been a lawyer, bro.
1: Well, so the reason I use that language specifically is because there is a clause in a, a lot of contracts of this scope and, and it's 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 French. It's called force majeure and it's, I don't know about the pronunciation mm-hmm. on that. So for those of you that did your missions, uh, you know... Some in French-speaking parts of the Act world. of please, God. Please correct, but it's specifically unforeseeable circumstances yeah. that prevent you from fulfilling your contract. Yep. Major League Soccer is claiming that COVID uh, was an unforeseen circumstance that prevents them from play from paying the players what they're due. So they and, and this is the part where it, it feels a little, it, it feels a little sketchy. So what the. Uh, What what the league is saying to the players union is, hey, we're actually going to pay you everything we said we were going to pay you through 2021. But the thing we want you to give up is that we want the last CBA, the last collective bargaining agreement that we just finished negotiating to run through 2027 instead of 2025. So now you might be thinking to yourself, well, Okay, you know, what's an extra 2 years like, you know, it it is what it is. Like that seems relatively quote unquote fair. But That's you, exactly what I'm
0: thinking to myself. You
1: might have forgotten that in 2026 the United States is hosting a World Cup. Oh, I did not forget that part, no. I I and like the league is just like not acknowledging. Like I don't think it's an accident they wanted to run past the World Cup year. Um so just for those of you who who might not be familiar with your history, the last time the United States hosted the World Cup, it indirectly led to the birth of the league we all follow currently, like, like MLS was a direct result of a, a, essentially hype around the sport post hosting the World Cup, like it it took some time to connect all the dots and get everything together, but it helped the sport grow. Um, I think the league and the players union you know, have enough sense that they think demand for the sport is going to be pretty high come 2026 and 2027. And that if you're the, you know, if you're the players association, there's no way you're going to give up an opportunity to renegotiate your contracts essentially right before the largest soccer event in the world period. Anyway, I, I've, I've, it's such an interesting series of events.
0: I understand. I want to be clear. I understand what you're saying. All right. I do not personally know the intricate details of the agreement, whether they are max pay, whether they're percentage of income, DP contracts, insurance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Just like the MLS signed the contract, the players also signed the contract, right? I also, I'm hugely excited about the 2026 World Cup in the US. Have you looked at some of the cities where the games are probably going to be played at? I the only reason I haven't booked my tickets yet is because apparently you cannot book five and a half years out on Delta <laughs> these days, right? right. And I, I get it, but I mean, what, what's, players are still gonna be paid a fair salary, fair based on entertainers' wages, not fair based on, everyday people's wages, right? I don't think any middle of the way American thinks you should be paid a half million dollars per year to play soccer. So I'm, I'm just referencing that because they will be paid, if the teams are making more money as a result of that World Cup, they will be paid more. It just makes sense. It always has made sense, it always will make sense. I do not understand the players' complaints in here, really, I do not, and here's why let me let me tell you why with this global pandemic hitting us sure. unforeseeably over the past calendar year, and players saying, well, look it's a big pie, we want a bigger piece of the pie, right? Yes, everyone wants a bigger piece of the pie. When there is a pie, right? Are the players volunteering to say, I'm gonna help pay for the lost revenue? Well, I mean, let's be
1: like, collectively, let's be very clear, a lot of players pulled out of their own pockets to help cover laid off staff like that yeah like that was just an rsl thing yeah netham uh yep organized that for rsl it it happened on a bunch of other teams um
0: that's not the point i get what you're getting at the the point is if if the league made say three billion dollars less last year than they would have without Mm -hmm. this global pandemic where's that bunny coming from? I, I love the nice gestures. Right? Sure. But this this is one of those like, okay, if you're running a business, everyone wants a piece of the business when it's doing well, but right. who wants to cover the risk and the cost when it's not running well. Sure.
1: I, and, and you know, ult- ultimately, I I don't know what the players union is like, I don't know what their counter proposal formally is for the two year thing. I don't know if they're saying, hey, feel free to take our 2021 pay. We just, or, you know, a percentage of our 2021 pay. We just want to be in a position where we can renegotiate before the World Cup. You know, I don't know. I don't know what, like, I'm obviously not in the room (laughs) where these conversations are happening. Like, it could be the type of thing where Major League Soccer is specifically wanting to renegotiate at a specific time. Because, you know, where it's like, like maybe maybe the lost revenue wasn't as big of a deal as they're making it out to be and it's really just providing them the ability to tack on those two extra years
0: yeah and and, and that could be it uh, what what I'm going to say and maybe you can move on to the next thing after this or soon right. is if after 2026 right major league soccer is significantly has significantly increased its income sure right there's no way they're not going to renegotiate with the players. You can always – a contract is just a freaking contract. Like you just said it. They just wrote a contract last year. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> there was a multi-year. You can always renegotiate. We're something on hate, like our third I CBA hate, in a year. <laughs> yeah, I would hate to see a lockout because of it. Having mm-hmm. said that, if there is ever a year. Right. <laughs> especially for RSL to like, eh, let's just skip the season. Um, this, this, be the one. this is it. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm. I'm kind of. Ex- I'm. I'm excited because I don't think we will get a lockout. I, I think the league wants to have a product, and I think the players, you know, want to play. Um, I'm curious to see what what the agreement ends up
0: being, uh, and I do think we hear something by like Monday of next week. So, I really hope we shall, so. We shall see. We just need un- unknowing. Unknowingness, not a word, but it is now is. Is the worst thing here. I, yeah, I, I want to yeah. know if we're already kicking off a month later than usual. Yeah, that whole right. April kickoff thing is really messing with me. Yeah, don't, <laughs> same don't, here. Don't love it. So, like, okay, uh, I mean, I get it. it. It could be beneficial, not even long term, but like midterm. But like, okay, I don't want to not know whether even that is happening. Like, that's just stupid. And, and, and that's that's where the league and the players need to just come together and say, all right, folks, we're, it's, we offer a product here. And our product has a total of zero value if our fans do not consume it. And I think one of the things that we learned last year, it's, it's a double-edged sword here, right? We learned how unimportant sports And famous people are. At the same time, we learned how crazy important they are to us. Remember the 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 MLS's back tournament or whatever the hell they called it. How excited! I I was like I was like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, oh my god! This is the greatest (laughs) sporting event ever. Right, right. Like a week after, I was like, okay. Well, I've learned that. Sports figures actually mean nothing to me, right? In, yeah, in the and, grander and, scheme of things, right? right. So and like, and that's what you're really getting at was it,
1: it, it's in the it's in the sphere of everything that matters.
0: Yeah, you know, maybe this matters the least. It, it matters the least, but at the same time, it is. I mean, look, let me ask you this: How often do you get to like forget all of your lives? Worries and problems for a couple of hours. It's been a hot minute. It's really, yeah. like
1: even during the the season last year, it was always you know.
0: It, it was it was a weird was one last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, and I think it didn't help that, you know, especially towards the end of the season. No sugarcoating it. Watching Real Salt Lake play became a stressor unto itself.
0: <laughs> you yeah, know. we
1: sucked. Yeah, oh. there was there was no like joy there. It wasn't like oh, this is a you know positive, fun experience. It was
0: like let's just get this over with. Yeah, That is that terrible feeling. There's that, but 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 you still forget about a lot of the other things in your life, right? At least right. That short I'm not worried about COVID. COVID Yeah, I'm worried about
1: why we're leaking goals or why we uh-huh. can't score. Yeah, for sure.
0: Anyways, kind of, right, we have the actual we
1: product on the field
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: of, of, of a channel friend. Let's call him that. And, uh, you know, senior writer for major league soccer. One Matt Doyle came out with an article. It was actually earlier today. Um, and he's basically like, it's basically like a current roster. Uh And he includes like rumors, but it's basically like the the current roster, including depth, for the Western Conference teams. And so he breaks them out. I I snagged just the image for Real Salt Lake and posted it on the Facebook page. Um, but having somebody just like lay it all out like that, it it's a little worrisome, man. It's a little worrisome.
0: To be clear, you're talking about the depth chart that this uh character from the mls did on a um spreadsheet basically excel yeah he built it in excel yeah looks good looks real good well let me ask you this question yeah by the way so rsl nation as you listen to this and you don't know what the heck we're talking about go to the page Um, there's a post about it there's a link about it and i'm gonna take 30 seconds to just recap it Right. And he literally goes position by position. His positional um, approach is a four, two, three, one, basically. I mean is that what I'm reading? Yeah, here? but like it, it wouldn't be that hard to see the four three three in it, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what he's saying is this depth chart, goalkeeper, Putna, Ochoa, McMath, Dunsup. left back, Toya, Morgan Powder. Left center back, a total of one Silva. All right, right center back, Glad and Holt. Right back, Herrera, Halsey, Brody. Now, we get to the six and eight, the defensive midfielders. On one side, we have Ruiz, Everton, and Beasler. On the other side, we have Crylike and Portillo. We could talk about that all day because I, I think you got them completely wrong there. <laughs> the left wing, we have Merem, Ilosky, and Schmidt. At the 10, we have Rusnak, Rusnak and uh, Damir. Right wing, we have Ramirez, Chang, and Garcia. And then striker, i.e. number nine, we have Ruben Martinez, Crylike again. And then Wood in the summer. Right.
1: So all we need to do is just get Krylok in a, a left center back position as well, and we're golden. The, the dude makes an appearance of three key positions.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he is, He's put in there as a third option, number nine. Second option, number eight. No, first option, number eight. Oh, yeah, you're right. First option, number eight. Second option, number 10. Right. Which,
1: just to be clear, he can play all of those.
0: Well, he can play goalkeeper. He I can. Yeah. I talked about this before. The Kry- Demir Kryolik is like the most versatile player I've ever seen in my life. Well, on RSL, at least. Right. So, that's what we're talking about. RSL Nation, you can go and look at it. All right, let's talk about it. Before we talk about it, you know right. what I'm gonna do? What are we gonna do? I'm gonna crack open a new brewski. Shades, mm. shades of pale brewing, and this is the Belgian style blonde ale. Just living your best life, man. Far be it for me to stop you. It's yeah. uh, we'll call it a
1: nightcap. I mean, it is 10:30 p.m. while we're recording this. So
0: yes, sir. All right. Enjoy.
1: Proceed. Yeah, man. It's um, it it like. I feel like at the start of every preseason for even the years that we were terrible, we would, you know, like we would get genuinely excited at the depth of the team. And, you know, like I remember that being a talking point in a lot of preseasons. Like we were at least the last two or three. Yes, Right. We're going to win the U S open cup because it's about, depth and we have so much depth this is the first year in a hot minute where i feel like we are one injury away in i'm gonna say most positions yeah where i mean
0: left center back (laughs) right yeah literally
1: yeah yeah like both the center back pairings you know no disrespect to the fullbacks but like you know, if it isn't Toya or Herrera, you have a serious step down in in quality. Um, you know, number ten Ruchneck. It like depends on which Ruchneck you're getting. It, it's, it's in the defensive midfield. Like, love me some Everton, but he wasn't his usual aggressive self last year. Um, yeah, most most of these positions are like one injury away. From just being unserviceable, like, You're like the right. next the next guy up, ain't it?
0: So let me ask you a
1: question.
0: listen me out here. Oh, I'm gonna listen you out real good. <laughs> let me let me give you a, a starting eleven. And you tell me, and uh, this is uh, this is mid to late July. All right. Right. So okay. Deep. I want to paint. I want to paint. I want to paint you a picture. Paint me a real picture. It's mid, mid to late July. We are like eighth in the West. Say so, Sounds about right. Five points behind the last playoff spot. Okay. Okay. And here's your lineup going into the last, at that point, what, seven, eight games? Six to seven games? No. Right. Goalkeeper, Ochoa. I'd be fine with that. All right. Okay. Left back, Toya. Right. Left center back, Silva. Right center back, Glad. Right back, Herrera. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now we're getting into the defensive midfield. We have Ruiz on one side, Pablo. Yep. Krylak on the other side. No, no. Right. Hold on. Walk, let me walk it back. We have Ruiz on one side, Everton on the other side. Sure. Okay. We have Krylak at number ten because we sold Albert in the summer. Okay. Right. Now it gets complicated. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Left side we have Mero. Sure. Right side we have Ramirez. Right. Central striker we have Wood. Yep. How are you feeling about that?
1: I mean it isn't like it's not a terrible roster as far as, far as I, mean, I mean a lot of it depends on how good Bobby Wood's going to be in the MLS.
0: We're uh, yeah and like what that's, kind of Meram are we getting back next year and you know what I mean right. but yeah but um g- just going off of what you know of them right now. Sure. The 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 key concern there is
1: that's like a one year two year max team like Crylock
0: is entering in Bro, the- I'm 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 talking July through November of next year. Like yeah, it, not not it is, not three to five years. I'm talking about right. Okay, let's literally let's be, yes, this year the rest of 2021 after
1: essentially the most notable thing there is the sale of Albert potentially. Um. Wh- when is the Euros by the way? Anyway, it doesn't uh, matter. Like
0: June ish. Right. Like. Midsummer.
1: I think that team will be fine and might win a few games.
0: If this team is, say, five points behind the last playoff spot okay. with seven games left, do you think this team, knowing what you know about the MLS as you know it, makes it? Makes it into the playoffs? Yes, yes, yeah, but we're, let's not get crazy. We're not winning anything right. this year. Uh, yeah, yeah
1: I, I could see us, like, squeaking in with that that roster.
0: Yeah, so you, you know, feel it, pretty good about that lineup because I do
1: too. Yeah, it's it's not a bad, like, you know, depends on if Ramirez is going to get – because, like, you know, like I said, it's your one guy removed in
0: every position from being yeah. pretty bad. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're two injuries away from being the Colorado – Right and like for Rapids. Let's be
1: really clear. Uh, uh, Jason got all of I think it was like eighty minutes last year. Like we really still don't know anything about this dude. Yeah, he, when he got some extended time, he he looked dangerous. But for all we know, is H- he could H- be awful.
0: H- Hassan Hassan isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean I don't I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know defensively like you're you 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 have to get a center back in there like a. Like Holt, no disrespect, but he
0: can't be next guy up there. Um, Holt is is a significant step down from the starting four in the back in any position. Right.
1: Um, You know, I I think uh, some of it's going to depend on how good Noah Powder and Brody can be. From you know, because they were they they were really good for the Monarchs. Like, there's no there's no denying that, but. It's also a different league. Like you're supposed to be really good with the Monarchs if
0: you're going to play in the MLS seriously. I'm, um, I'm keeping. I'm, I'm holding out zero hope for those guys. Yeah, being it, actual impact players. Yeah, it's. Um,
1: y- you know, I I want to be wrong, but I think that's it's more of a, hey. You know, this guy's kind of serviceable for, like, a game if, you know, Herrera or Toya get, like, a red or something or yellow card accumulation. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. It's... it's. I think the roster you just described could, like... And a lot of it depends on who's playing who and what the schedule is actually going to look like, obviously. Um, I can see them, like, squeaking into the playoffs in like, that last spot, especially if we do eight teams again. Um, but then, yeah, not going anywhere with like out in the first round
0: yeah yeah i mean which, which uh,
1: really no point in
0: even like well, at that point uh, just first... like save us
1: save us the heartache
0: yeah i know we say that right now but we all know that when time actually comes like yeah we want to get in there and that we, right. we 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 treat that first round playoff victory like a championship anything can race. happen in the playoffs right. <laughs> exactly. i hate that expression so much but especially with that one-game playoff, you know what I mean? So, right. Okay, so I, I would say, let, let me say this and you tell me why I'm wrong or if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. We're feeling semi-confident and bullish about the season. Now, perspective is right. very important here. Sure. Because you and I have, I think, agreed – on the fact that 2021 is going to be a really bad year for yes. RSL. Yes. Right. So with the lineup I mentioned, and I'm not sure what else will happen, and let's just preface everything and say we keep the team, there's a new ownership group, or you know what I mean, in the next few months, all that happens. And somehow we find ourselves in – I don't know, early July after the World Cup, five, six points out of the playoffs with seven to eight games left. And we have the lineup we just talked about. Again, we took care of the ownership and the moving thing and all that, right? We feel more bullish than I think most people would think we should in this case.
1: I mean, that's such like a statement, man.
0: It it does assume no injuries, right? But it's it's not even that hefty assumption,
1: right? You've got the Olympics this year, and like safe to assume that Herrera and Achoa will be missing large chunks of. um, Should be back by July. Oh, I think I remember like looking at the actual like dates. They yeah. Yeah, they're going to miss. Olympics, they're yeah. going to be they're going to be gone for part of March, and I remember that being like a really big deal because I thought the March just the qual- season. Yeah, it's the qualifiers. That's the qualifier. Yeah. But now that the kickoff won't be until April, it might actually be a blessing because they could get some minutes that matter. Yeah.
0: Um. I don't like. And, and even the Olympics themselves. Th- that's why I'm. I'm assuming all those things. I'm assuming people will be gone. I'm assuming. People will be at the World Cup. I'm a s i am I mean the Euro right. Cup. I'm assuming right. people will be at the Olympics. And I'm also assuming by July they're back. Yeah. And yeah. It's... I'm assuming we are five points out of the playoffs. Right. I mean point. even even that. Like that's
1: that's a bold assumption. That you know, you're 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 winning quite a few games at five points. Like, you know, you're not well um I'm just
0: going off of like, uh, that, the that's pattern not a bad performance. The, I'm going off of the pattern of the Western Conference of late because remember, other teams will be missing players for all the reasons we mentioned. Sure, and sure. also in the last few years, man, that the Western Conference I mean, the worst, literally, the worst teams in the Western Conference were like slightly more than five points out of the playoffs. You know what I mean. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going off of. It's an arms race in the West, that's for sure. Um, I, no, I th- There's a big difference between being five points away from top spot, which we were over the last few years, and five points just out of making playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean,
1: like, you know, not to – I don't know what to say other than, like, well, obviously. Like, yeah, those those are two very different, you know, standards. Um, I, I I just think the scenario that you're describing of, you know, middle of the season, essentially, everyone healthy, everyone back, everyone playing like, you know, good soccer, um, and us being five points out of the playoffs. Just I, I I hope that's well. Actually, if I mean, if we're just hoping, like, you know, I hope this team shuts me up. They find a common spirit. They have the best preseason ever, and suddenly they're just like winning left and right, and competing for the Supporters Shield. Like that's my hope. Uh, But I think realistically, like you know, I I think this is a group that you know they've got one or two really cool, exciting pieces. But man, I got to be honest. I I think five points out of the last playoff spot is that's a pipe dream. In July. Yeah, I I mm. think I think they're gonna come out of the gate pretty flat. Um I think they'll get the occasional tie, maybe the occasional win, but a lot of losses. Um and then I think in true RSL fashion, maybe like post July, like they kind of pick it up a little and then totally tank in the like the final month
0: of the year.
1: Like no, that's that's I- kinda how I picture RSL season. Like
0: i I, I thought i thought i was the pessimist here, but yeah
1: okay no
0: like i get what you're saying let's
1: let's let's be i'm trying to like envision every rsl year and okay with the exception of the one what was that 2018 2018 2019 where like we finished on a tear i I feel like it follows a formula we start off pretty average not great not bad we kind of slump in the summer we really pick it up in like the you know third quarter. I don't know how else to say that, and then just kind of bomb the last few, two, three, four games of the year, but, but well enough to make the playoffs. Like that's how I picture ourselves, yeah. basically.
0: Here's a result from search. Yeah, no, I mean that makes sense. I understand what you're saying, and historically speaking, you're absolutely correct. And honestly, I don't have a good argument against what you just said. <laughs> Other than, so I guess I shouldn't have said that because I do have an argument. It's the history of the Western Conference. There, there, there will always be a Colorado out here, right? That's the team that's going to be right and 19 guess... points out of the playoffs, right? And,
1: and I guess what I'm really trying to say is I think we might be it. It might be our turn to yeah, be Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. so. Okay, looking looking at the West right now. I'm mm-hmm. I'm literally looking at it. It's not going to be SKC. No. It's not going to be Seattle. Uh, just to be clear, this is mm-hmm. in order of uh, finishing last year. Yeah. It's not going to be Portland. Nope. It's not going to be Minnesota. Mm. It's not going to be Colorado. Like, like, as much as I would love to say that
0: could be um, Minnesota, it could be Colorado. I don't think could it's be either. Portland. It, I
1: I think that's delusional at this point. Um, they're,
0: they're still riding Valeri. The only way if dude's if like seventy six years old
1: for sure. But he like we said that last year, and he was still a phenomenal yeah. impact player for them. Yes, it could be only if that dude just like ages terribly this year. Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Um I don't I disagree with you about Minnesota. I disagree with you about Colorado. Uh I I don't know enough about FC Dallas, but it's not going to be LAFC. be Dallas. It's not going to be San Jose. I think Vancouver's finally It like, could it, be it, San it, Jose. It, it really could be maybe Vancouver and that's about it. It could be Vancouver. The yeah. other teams are LA Galaxy, US and Houston Dynamo.
0: Uh, I don't think it's going to be Houston.
1: I it's going I I think us and Vancouver are going to be just chilling in the bottom.
0: Let me ask this question. Ask. 5 games in to the next season, right? Give me a points. Total. I mean, I got to know hold who you're playing. On, hold on, hold on, hold I got to know. On, I can't on. answer that no, without No, who it we're doesn't playing. matter. Doesn't it matter. It matters a Let, lot. Me, 5 games in because yes. you will have had a uh, diverse box of opponents. By I mean, point. not necessarily. Five games in. Right. How, I, I'm asking three questions. Okay. Five games in, what points total would make you say, holy cow, I am... um impressed this is better than i thought we would be second can i answer one time hold on second option is like this is where i think we will be sure to end up in their bottom spot in the west okay and the third option would be we're doing worse than i even thought go ahead right so once again
1: very difficult to answer without Knowing who we're playing, because let's be really
0: clear. Like, you know, playing Nashville. Okay, I'll give I'll give you a lineup. Um, we're gonna play San Jose. Okay. FC Dallas. Okay. Portland. Okay. LA Galaxy and uh, Orlando. Okay, so some pretty
1: bad teams and like one good team. Um, okay, so, two, so, three good teams. Yeah. So where we would be if we were doing well. I think five games in where I'm just like, Oh, I need to shut up anywhere from like nine to 12 points. I think like that would definitely be like, I was totally wrong. Um, I to 12. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, you're, you're, you've won three and maybe gotten a tie or something like that's, that's pretty good in my book. Um, that, that's ridiculously good. Yes. Yeah. Or you've okay. won, you've won two and like that, that's. And like I said, that's the first scenario. That's where I'm just like, oh, this team is very impressive. Like, I'm
0: very yeah. impressed. You could be undefeated after five games in this scenario. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's impressive. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's like the dream
1: scenario. Uh, Your second case was this is where I think we're going to be? Your question? Is that accurate?
0: Yeah, the, the second was like, eh, okay. I kind of figured this was where we would be, yes. Five games in where I think we would be.
1: Probably f- four, three, three to five points. You know, one, wow. one, one, okay. one tied one, or you know, maybe like tied. You know, three out of that bunch. Like I could see us tying all of those, especially if they're like on the road or something. Um. Yeah. I. I. Or, but realistically, when I say that, I envision like a win, a tie, maybe two, and then the rest are losses.
0: Okay. And then we're looking case, forward to like what, what, yeah, worst case scenario games, what would it be like? Is, Jesus, these guys are doing worse than I even thought. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: zero one, like no wins or maybe one tie. Like I, I could easily see a scenario where that happens
0: where we just start. You can see a scenario where we do not win a single game of the first five. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I really could.
1: I, I, I think we've got a, Especially because you got to remember like a lot of the really cool, well, the cool, exciting piece as of last we heard isn't arriving until the summer. And then let's also mm-hmm. be really clear, it hasn't been confirmed. So right. I, I the the inability to score by us is still a problem. Our, our most efficient striker is still Demir. Like th- that is a problem. Um, I, I think RSL is still an easy team to... Defend against, um, and you can't win a game in this sport unless you can score. Yeah. Yeah. I I could easily see a zero one worst case scenario. Yeah. Okay. That that doesn't feel like that far out to me. Like that feels pretty realistic.
0: I think we're going to get. Seven to ten points out of the first five games. It's just my thoughts. I I mean that's like that's a really great start. Yeah. And and then we're gonna have that, like you mentioned, mid summer slump, like we always do. And that's why I was proposing the scenario earlier around July, five, six games left we're five, six points out of the playoffs, right? Because we have to remember others are also going to have players away. We have to remember we have, you know, the the mere Krylogs of the world. They're, they're not going to roll over the Everton's of the world. Let me ask you a different question. How many red cards does Everton get this year? Well,
1: now that uh, Kyle is gone... I think the mirror going to have to do a lot of that kind of work. Um, I I don't think he's going to get too many. R- actually, scratch that. Yeah, he's got a, kind of an issue with that whole tamper thing. Um, yeah, I think like four, three to four. Oh, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's going to be like a noticeable amount. <laughs> okay, I was going to say two, but okay. That's no, cool.
1: I, I I like he can't let stuff go, and yeah, he it, my. Concern with Everton specifically I don't know where um, Well I do know where he's played And I know for a fact that the officiating isn't All that great There either Um, But like He gets really upset When a ref blows a call Yeah, And he like In his mind he needs to get even And the two ways he gets even Is the ref calls the right thing And he resets the play And Arsala gets the ball and we move on but if that doesn't happen in his mind, he's got to hit the guy. Like yeah. one of those two things need to happen, and I think pro referees are reliably bad enough. Where I think that's going to – like he's going to need to be like talked to, like, "Hey, man, this is a thing out here. Like, we
0: just have terrible refs. Like, this is life." You know, you know, you know what's a rule I wish we had in uh, um, the MLS specifically for the sake of Everton is that a uh, hockey timeout rule. You, you can like just go chill in the in the box and <laughs> yeah. wait it out. Yeah. yeah. You just get like a two minute penalty right. and you go hang out. And I mean, it turns out to be way more than two minutes, right? Because sure. you actually stopped the clock. Um, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, I, I think the... a, a Everton needs like, all right, just you need, two minutes right but you know what the problem with I'll that's wait gonna be right chill
1: he's gonna oh. go he's gonna like rile himself up you know like pacing
0: <laughs> yeah there's and the, then he's gonna come, come back, back and he's gonna like
1: break a dude's femur like that's there's no
0: well listen man the if you gotta got get a no red chill. card like if you gotta get a red card you know make it worthwhile i something. he he strikes me
1: as a guy that's gonna make it worthwhile <laughs> so i couldn't help but uh but look at last year for comparison regarding the first five games. Mm-hmm. And obviously I am counting MLS's is back because those did count as quote unquote points. Yeah. So, Cause you only went
0: two games
1: before right. COVID hit, right? Right. If- so it was Orlando tie. So one New York Red Bulls tie two, we beat the crap win. So that's a total of five. We uh, tied Minnesota uh, six, and then we lost to uh, SKC. So your first five games resulted in six points last year. I, I, I think we can expect something similar.
0: Um Yeah, I don't that disagree. Was, that was
1: probably a pretty good start, if we're going to be honest.
0: No, it wasn't. I I mean, we knew we were going to stink last year before the season started. Remember us I, talking? I about don't. It. I don't remember that. That doesn't sound like me at all, man. We we talked. We talked about having depth. We never talked about having quality. Pre last season, so you know, there's some of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so six points in the first five games, I would say, is. Pre- probably what we can expect. Right. Right. Yep. Uh, I would say, so uh, I'm drawing my lines right now. And, you know, in the next few weeks of this podcast, we can do predictions, projections, and, you know, all these different things. Right. What I would say is anything less than five to six points in the first five games would be a huge disappointment. Um, Anything more than two, three points above that would be very, surprising um positively surprising start to the season anything below say four points would be extremely disappointing and honestly i can see all three of those things happening
1: yeah yeah
0: it's uh, um it it just you know there
1: there is a sense of like mls is gonna mls and You know,
0: some crazy
1: start and all of a sudden we're tearing the league up.
0: Because we're not talking about what the other teams are doing. Right? All the other teams also have injured players, also have worries, also have players they have sold. Right? I know a couple of top talents were sold to England just like over the last week. Right. From elsewhere in the league. So, yes, other teams are also having issues. It's not like we're going into the season against the teams that we faced last year. It just isn't. Everyone's having their own things. And MLS, like you said, is gonna MLS. Um, So with that uncertainty at hand, I actually feel really good. Well, not really good. We're still not winning a damn thing next year. Okay, so let me rephrase. But, like, I don't think we'll be the Colorado, if I may, over the last few years.
1: Yeah, I, 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 that is kind of the hope, if nothing else. Um, cool. Are yeah. we talking about anything
0: else? Was that so, was so this the, the last end of thing, the talking points? The last
1: thing that was, that's kind of been interesting as far as RSL news is uh, the U.S. men's national team had mm-hmm. themselves a little, uh, international friendly against exhibition. our good friends. It was a friendly. It wasn't an exhibition. It's, you know, Canada's a f- full game. Uh, our good friends in TNT, Trinidad and Tobago, or Tobago, or however you say it. Um, and normally I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't follow too closely, but two of RSL's own featured pretty prominently. Uh, first was Noah well, he wasn't first. He actually came on very late in the game for a total of like five minutes was Noah powder, uh, for Trinidad. Um, you know, with like, like I said, it was like five to 10 minutes maximum that he was on the field. So didn't leave like a crazy impression or anything. Uh, but the more noteworthy of the two was Aaron Herrera spent something like 80 minutes on the field. And, uh, dude had himself a game um he played really really well uh never was like the assist but the assist to the assist to the assist kind of thing um he had like two semi decent shots on goal uh no goals of course um dude was just all over the place it it you know no disrespect to the uh, trinidadian or trinidadian national team or anything i think it helped that he didn't have to really worry about defense too much so he got to get really forward in the attack but dude looked great yeah I'm and
0: that just summed up my worst nightmare
1: (laughs) him him looking great and uh, going for greener pastures elsewhere
0: that's a third talking point my primary talking point here is this when it comes to the matches that matter the qualifiers, when it comes to the World Cup, right? He's not going to start. And the reason he's not going to start is not because he's not awesome. His competition literally starts for Barcelona, right? So what's going to happen is he gets called up to the, Euro, I mean, excuse me, the World Cups, the 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 North American Cups. I mean, all the games, all the international U.S. men's national games, and doesn't play. And you know what that reminds me of is Nick Romando. Remember missing Nick Romando in all the different games? Yeah, I mean, years. Deep, deep. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. So. I would feel good, I would have felt better about Nick Romano missing our games if he was playing for the national team. But he wasn't because there was this idiot called Howard who <laughs> was playing ahead of him, who not was, undeservably. Um, right, but. playing great, great soccer. And it's the same thing here. So let's just say best case scenario if you're the U.S. men's national team coach and you literally have the guy that starts and right back for Barcelona. Right. You can't like, not play him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I'm Aaron Herrera, where do I sign to be considered above that?
1: Right. Right. What, what that place what would literally you...
0: does not exist?
1: Sure. Sure. It, it's the type so of that's thing where. Worry. Where you're not going to get significant minutes, you know, short of uh, uh, death, like falling means, off dramatically well, I mean, how, or getting injured.
0: How often do you see top teams, you know, when they do their substitutions, change the right back out?
1: It, it's not usually a go to sub, no, <laughs> it's, it, it's not. uh, it's yeah. usually if you're switching out that role, it's because something went. Yeah,
0: went pretty terribly wrong. So I love, I love that he's doing well. I think we have called the fact that he'll be doing well in that space for a long time, uh, you know. And uh, it, it's just a matter of like, yeah, I love it. I love that he's doing well. I hope he continues to have opportunities. We talked last time about his opportunities in Italy, right? Was it Spain or Italy? Italy, uh, right? Italy, Italy, yeah. And I mean it's just a recognition. What I want us to do is, you know, I, I kept saying the same thing, which is I I need him to win a championship but before RSL. RS, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And let's just keep him around for long enough to utilize that. And then after, you know what? Go get your money, man. Right. And hopefully by then the money is gonna be the same here. Because guess what, man? I'm I've been looking into what leagues pay plenty of people in the mls making equal if not more money than la liga or Serie A.
1: right i mean, I mean it's just the difference of you kind of got to be one of the you know big deals like it's the the, the bell curves are
0: askew like there's there's definitely overlap, yes. but yes. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I think to to start that off, RSL needs to be above a mid tier team in the MLS, right. Right. which is what they are on a good day right now, right? Also, so, having an the owner. The Question like is like mid tier, mid tier team in Serie A versus mid tier team in MLS. Okay, right. You know what I mean? That's not right. Uh, so I couldn't help it, just given our conversation, I went
1: to uh, transfer market. And let's be very clear. This is by no means like scientific, but it's it's good directionally. Uh, Dest his current like last updated value uh, at the start of the year, twenty seven point five million dollars. Yeah. Aaron Herrera uh, updated at the tail end of last year, so we're looking at a difference of about um, about a month, one point three million. So yeah. yeah, you can get in theory something like 26 or 27 Dests or uh, 26 or 27 uh, Herreras for one
0: Dest. Dude, Dest is a bad dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, really plays really well. he plays well. He plays well. I mean, you can't, you know. He, he Didn't he score one or two goals so far this season?
1: Um, I mean, I am on his transfer mark. Let's take a gander here. Yes, he has scored one goal. Yeah. Champions League. It was League. a nice one.
0: Champions yep. League, I remember. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, th- that's all I'm saying. I-, I want, look, if if we have to let our boys go and they have to miss games for us, I would like it to be worth something. Right. Yep. Right. And this is why <clears throat> um memories come back to haunt me. Sure. Like, you know, the it, World it, Cup. It, it, so I do think it's
1: worth, you know, we're, we're going a little long here, and this wasn't a subject that I was thinking we're going to talk too long on. Um, but, you know, it is worth noting that if he does become the regular kind of backup, you know, always a bridesmaid, never a bride, Like he's still going to be training with these guys, and that that experience, like you know, like that's valuable. Like let's let's not let's not totally discount that he's going to be learning from the guy that's
0: worth twenty seven times him. Yeah, no, I I love that, and I would love for that experience to take place in the off season because him getting that experience and getting better at the job he does. While missing 25% of the season doesn't do me much good. Right. So, yes, I agree. Um, it's it, it when players like that play against or with um, much higher valued talent. Yeah, it helps them. It helps right. them become better players. But if he's gone 25, 30% of the time, who the hell cares? I mean,
1: I don't think they're they're having games that frequently. You make it sound like there's a
0: U.S. men's national team game every other weekend. Well, the World Cup is, what, well, a month. Right? Sure. But that's every four years. Right. I don't, yeah. I'm, what I'm trying to say is, like, we will not keep him for four years. We need him this and next year. <laughs> right. So next year you that's don't the have to worry point. about the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Any who's what's the Copa Copa Cop. Uh,
1: well, they don't play in that Gold Cup, the Gold Cup. Yeah. And I think they already had. I think that's every what two year? Am I getting that
0: right? Well, all these things are like every two to four years. Well, every four years, but there's so many of them that like everyone's gone every year at the end of the day.
1: I, I mean, I don't think they are. Yeah, it is held every two years. Yeah, the Gold Cup.
0: I'm trying to figure out. No, anyways, right. All right. Anything, Anything else we to... have to talk about this what evening? You, you... I mean, that
1: was it. That was kind of the big, big three. Um, yeah. It's crazy. It was the crazy world we live in. It was a good one. It was, it was, you know, we we it wasn't as short as I thought it was going to be.
0: I cannot wait to see what the actual 2021 season has in store for us. Um, two months out. Well, yeah, if we're lucky, right? So, right. Hopefully, hopefully, two months out. Yeah, yeah. So, should be fun. I really think, come, because um, I was reading this thing yesterday. Um, in the next month, uh, Utah Jazz is actually doubling their capacity of fans, and because it's only like, what, like 1,500 right now, I think. I really, I'm looking forward to the day. It's just like, all right, full stadiums open, let's go. And I really think it's going to be this, like, July timeframe, in part, why I was asking those questions earlier. Super excited for the year
1: yeah i mean if if we can you know go to rio tinto and watch uh, uh watch live live soccer like that's there's the improvement right there ray my mind i've i've uh, i've never looked forward to overpaying for a beer this much oh <laughs> my god you, you, you know it's gonna wait. be like 15 bucks a cup now right Well, I won't
0: pay $29 a cup.
1: I don't care at this point. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. RSL Nation, (laughs) it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you for listening to the ramblings of two crazy men. And, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch as more information comes out about the season. And we we hope you have yourself a good one. Adios and goodbye.